lights. It's seven Friday night. Welcome to the Seven Friday Night Thursday Pick'em Show. I'm Chase Bryson, the managing editor of Sports Stars Magazine, and I'm here with co-host Ben Enos. And we'll be joined shortly by Coach Terry Edson. We're back after a week in which we all took a pretty big beating. I went three and two overall, and that felt like a giant victory. Ben, it was rough. Okay, look, I would have been three and two as well if the magic of the California State Transfer Portal hadn't worked its magic. <laughs> to get jury and dicky eligible immediately at menlo atherton do i pick that game if i know that mr five star four touchdown is playing i mean come on what i do know is that i nailed the two games that were given to me on the spot which means perhaps i should think about these picks a little less and just go with my gut it's gut check time chase gut check <laughs> anyway let's start by welcoming in the third member of our crew coach terry edson who shared with us on Tuesday's show just how disgusted he was in last week's pick performance. This week, things don't get any easier because we're going to make him pick between his employer and his former player. Let's see if we can get him to spontaneously combust. <laughs> well, Coach Terry Essen is back with us and leading us off again. Uh, tough week last week, Coach, but you weren't wrong on on everything. And we've covered that a lot on Tuesday's show. You, you hit a lot of... Uh, key elements of these games just just not the final result i venture to say you had that fulsome sarah game pretty dialed the physicality of sarah was definitely the uh the turning point um just a couple turnovers swung the tide and that was about it chase don't 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 soft pedal this you play <laughs> to win the game and none of us did uh, yeah okay i'm two and four on the year let's just let's just move on i mean <laughs> all right this is just deja vu all over again and again and again. I am the people always go, what do you like in this, you know, for pro college? I go, don't ask me about football picks. I am the worst. Okay. <laughs> so I'm just going to, I'm going to continue. On. <laughs> I get up on streak. <laughs> Who knows? Well, I know you've probably been agonizing about having to make this call since I told you you're going to have to make it. So let's get the hard part over with. We've got number one, De La Salle versus number two, Folsom. At De La Salle, how many friends can you disappoint at one time? Go. Pick a tie. I dare you to pick a tie. <laughs> I think there's probably an overtime rule, uh, Ben. I'm not sure, but I got a feeling they're going to you know, there's going to be an overtime. So there's no ties in this game. Um, look, there, there's, you know, we haven't played. When's the last time we played Sarah? Anyway, how many years has it been? Uh, Maybe three or four. Been a while. Yeah, it's been a, it's while, been a while. So it's these teams do not, you know, there's no recent history. They the both teams um understand what's at stake here. Um, but uh, you know, if you're if you want to go into the state, this is a this is like one of you we've got like three consecutive state games in a row, or four, you know, three or three at least in a row, right? With uh Sarah St. Francis and Folsom. Even St. Mary's Stockton. So these are all high top tier Northern California teams. And so these are all great games. I mean, this is what you do all the summer workouts and in the, in the spring and all the, all the time in the weight room, these kids have put in. So this is the, you know, this is what you, this is what you want, just what you train for. So for that, it's going to be real exciting. It's going to be a great crowd. You know, our, our opening games, no matter who we're playing, 
always has a huge turnout. And now they're playing Sarah. They're going to travel well. That's guaranteed. I saw the, I've seen, you know, I've looked at the film at Folsom a little bit. And uh, I know that they're going to, they traveled to Folsom. They're for sure going to travel to uh, Concord. So it's going to be a, a great game there. It's going to come down to line play. I mean, I would never, we're not making any excuses, but there were some players from De La Salle out last week that are going to be back, you know, that were out either for a half and I'm not at liberty to discuss, you know, what's going on, but uh, we have uh, some injured guys that, you know, we kind of kept out for the first game with targeting uh, game two, just to get them, you know, so they'd be completely ready. So we're, we're going to have um, our full complement of players back for a full game. I don't know what, uh, what Sarah, I think they got through the game. I, don't, I didn't get the injury report. Did you guys know that they get, did anybody leave the game just cramping and stuff, right? Right. That's good. So I think, you know, you got a team with both of them. I think it's going to be interesting. You have two young quarterbacks. Um, I think we, uh, I think Charles Greer is a, a game changer for, for the Spartans. I know Sarah has some good backs too, but I think Charles is, I think he showed what he could do in the second half against Monterey Trail. Uh, I think, uh, I know Sarah lost some, some good linemen. I know they have good linemen, but we have experienced linemen. And I, I told you I liked the Spartans this year. And one of the reasons why I liked them is they have, they have that experience up front with that offensive line. I think that's going to uh, be a difference for this game. I just think, you know, that our offensive line carry, carries Dallas out of victory this week. But this is not, this is going to be a hard fought. And of course, Early in the season, just like Folsom found out, I mean, what's it's always when you have games like this, which you can never predict, is uh, turnovers. Turnovers make a huge difference. In the, but it's going to be a great game. I mean, if you're just a fan of high school football, this is this is the kind of game you go to, right? The last meeting between these teams was 2016 at De La Salle, and the Spartans won 47-13. So it's been six years. Six years. Wow. Well, oh, good. So I have that on Patrick, don't I? The last time I played him, we completely we got him big that's time. Correct. That's correct. That's good. All right. I'll keep that in the back of my head. Thank you. Okay. The, if, if you need to pull one thing out of Coach Edson's analysis of that game, it's get to Owen Owens Field early because you will not have the same parking spot that Coach Edson has. So get there early. <laughs> that is probably true. That 41 years does get you one thing at that school. I get good parking. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, let's head to Oakland next uh, for a team that you have a long affinity for as well. Bellerman coming in off of a loss to Menlo Atherton and facing a McClyman's team that gets its season rolling this week. Bellerman looked awfully good in the first half against Menlo Atherton and looked awfully not good in the second half. This is a tricky one. Uh, who you got? That was a pet peeve game for me because, you know, we could talk about this another day about transfers. And all oh. that, but <laughs> sure, not California sure how the mental African receiver was out there and didn't have to sit five games. I have an issue with that. But uh, uh, McClymas does not have an all-world receiver as far as I know they have some good kids. But uh, that was single-handedly getting beat by a, a great athlete, no doubt about it. I Look, at McClymas is another uh, – Top tier Northern California team uh, program. Every year they're in the mix. Every year, you know, they're they're not going to state. They're battling for it. It's a 
It's a great program. They're doing a great job over at McClyman's. Um, I think, though, once again, I think I know they're traveling, but it's the second game. I still believe that's an advantage. I think you got to look at who Bellarmine was playing. I'm going to, and, you know, Miller Athen, I guess, got some beasts in, on the offensive line, too, as I understand, and some good athletes. And you're just not going to see the receiver they saw last week. I look for Bellarmine. I think they're going to be hungry. I look for them to bounce back and win this game this week. And uh, I just think that, you know, the first game blues for McClyman, it's tough to play a first game against a really tough competition. It's already played a game. So like you said, I think Bellarmine will look at the positive of that first half. And I think they'll come back stronger in the second game or so. I look for Bellarmine to win that game. All right. The climate is right now jumping up for joy because I- <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's finish up with the Sac Joaquin section game of the week. Number six, Central Catholic of Modesto had number five, St. Francis Mountain View on the ropes last Friday before falling 35, 28. The Raiders get their first home game this week and they take on new number seven, St. Mary Stockton Rams pummeled West high of Tracy, eight different players scored for St. Mary's in that game. So uh, who you got in this one? You know, I'm gonna. Last year, those two teams played correct, and didn't Central Catholic uh, pull it off last year? And I think Central Catholic has got, at this point in the season, I think a little better team. Both those coaches do a great job. They're great coaches, great with kids, great coaches. Uh, both staffs are really good, but I I like Central Catholic this year. That was an acid test to go against St. Francis. I know St. Francis you know, lost some players to graduation, but they, you know, they're still St. Francis. St. Francis is still a great program. So I, I think that was a good battle tester for them. So I, I look for them at home um, for Central Catholic. They're a tough program year in, year out. I mean, this is another, these are some great games. I mean, I love to see high schools putting themselves on the line like this and, and playing uh, great teams. It's just so much fun to see that. Uh, hard to predict. I'll be perfectly honest with you. I mean, if you'd have given me St. Mary's and Stockton West, I could have probably. Picked <laughs> uh, yes. I, I do. Uh, I do. I'd like Central Catholic in this game. Well, that about wraps it up for this week. I, I, I wonder what might happen if you don't turn things around this week. Will you be forced to sell Edson's Lamborghini or at least maybe rent it out for cruising up and down I'm, Clayton Road? No, I'm just going to have to take you guys out golfing again for <laughs> my self-esteem is all i'm gonna have to do that's it it. see if you're terrible at something then you gotta do something you think you can win at and you know and or just you know flip a coin when you call the team the heads will be one team or you know might be at that point pretty soon get a trained monkey yeah let get a trained monkey and let him pick up it's you know it goes from there i don't know chase can we please 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 get a trained monkey for the show (laughs) no seriously though wasn't there a thing a few like years ago where someone had a trained monkey and picked the nfl games like i thought it was the didn't there was a there was an octopus was an octopus yeah but i thought there was a monkey one time too some animal i thought it was a monkey that and it was like he was like did like pretty well yeah 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 So, yeah, so knowledge does you nothing in high school football, but uh, this is going to be, it's another great week of football. Fans all over the Bay Area and beyond here got some to look out. And all there's been some great games so far, and it's going to continue. So, all right, coach. See what happens week two. Enjoy your Friday night. 
actually week three, but week two for uh, this. I agree. Week two thirds. Week two thirds. <laughs> there we go. All right, boys. I'll All see right, you later. Bro. Yep. All right. Yep. See you there. And now a quick timeout for a few messages from Sports Stars Magazine's podcast partners. At some point, your community will be challenged. It could be a flood, forest fire, hurricane, or civil unrest. When it happens, be the one to answer the call. Rescue the stranded. Protect the threatened. Save the injured. Join the National Guard and serve your community when it needs you most. Visit nationalguard.com to find out more. Are you socially conscious? Do you use good judgment and have integrity? Do you believe in public service, like solving problems, and have empathy and compassion? If so, join our team. The Oakland Police Department needs you. And we're hiring. From sworn officers to professional staff, OPD is always looking for kind, engaged, and committed people to join the department. Take a few minutes to find out more by visiting opdjobs.com. And now it's time for us to plot our redemption tour after last week. Here's our slate of six games we're picking from, and there's no easy path. We've got number two, Sarah, at number one, De La Salle. Liberty of Henderson, Nevada, versus number four, Pittsburgh, at the Honor Bowl in San Diego. Monterey Trail at number five, St. Francis Mountain View. Number seven, St. Mary Stockton, at number six, Central Catholic Podesto. Number 16, Bellarmine at number eight, McClymans, and then Campolindo at Aptos. So, Ben, have at it, buddy. I like the inflection that you used on Modesto <laughs> because you got Downey High right last week. You're feeling good. In the, That's right. In the Modesto area. Connor Stoddard, shout out. <laughs> Big quarterback play. <laughs> you know what you're talking about. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's get this rolling. Last week, I stuck my chest out and declared perfection. This week, I return as a broken man, changed by the vagaries of high school football and resolute in my newfound humility. So yes, I will strive for greatness this week, but with some challenging games again on tap, I will simply promise that I will try my best. In the interest of my newfound humility as well, before we get started, I want to give a quick shout out to Ananias Walker, just to prove that I know his correct name and say sorry for giving you a different name on Tuesday. With that, first up, an intersectional matchup that's taking place in Silicon Valley. Monterey Trail hits to St. Francis for a matchup of teams that I maintain are both very good. Mustangs are the best 0-2 ever uh, with losses to Folsom and De La Salle. And they actually hung for a while with the Spartans last week, put a little scare into them uh, late in the game there. Uh, St. Francis opened the year last week with a gritty 35-28 to 28 win over a Central Catholic team that I think we agree will be one of the teams we're talking about at the end of the year again this season. Uh, so, yeah, the drive from Elk Grove to Mountain View is a tough one. And I liked what little I saw of St. Francis last week against Central Catholic. I watched a couple minutes of that game. Uh, give me the Lancers, and I'm making this my lock. All right. I think I'm going to start off with my lock, too. We'll see. We'll see. All right. So I've had a sense that there aren't a lot of folks talking about St. Mary's Stockton this season. And I think that's exactly how Coach Tony Franks wants it. I think they've got a lot of talent and are as dangerous as any team in the Sackwalking section. If the Max 
if the max prep stats are accurate, junior quarterback Samson Hunkin, great name by the way, started his season by completing four of four passes for 74 yards and three touchdowns against West of Tracy in a 58 nothing blowout. Central Catholic will be a bigger challenge for this team, but I'm rolling with the Rams. I think they're a lot better than people are giving them credit for early on. So I'm actually going to make the Rams my luck. I was looking at this game for a little while, and I had started writing uh, a an analysis, and I stopped. <laughs> I stopped. I couldn't do it. I don't. <laughs> I don't know who's winning this game. Yeah. For you to pick them as your lock, that is. That's some serious onions, my friend, because <laughs> I don't know. I could, I think you're right, though. St. Mary's, we're not talking about St. Mary's. There's no Jaden Marshall there this year. We're not talking about him. But uh, oof, I don't know. I think I read eight different players scored a touchdown last week against West. I so, believe that. That bodes yeah. well. So, uh, all right. You want me to, to go with number two here? Sure. Okay. It's a rematch from last year's most shocking result. One year ago at this time, Aptos beat Campolindo 49-0 in Moraga, and we all pronounced Campo dead. Dead. Deed. Deceased. Of course, we all remember that they went on to win an NCS title, land a spot in a NorCal final, and stick it to us once again. So this year, the Cougs opened with a 28-17 win over Moreau Catholic, and we know that they've got Dashiell Weaver at quarterback, Robbie Mascaroni at receiver, and Robbie Horst anchoring the defense at linebacker. Now, Aptos is also 1-0 after going to Oakdale and grabbing a 39-29 win in a battle of wing T experts. Aptos joins the fray for our favorite nickname early in the year as their leading rusher in week one, Dante Aranda, is known as the bus. <laughs> Under no circumstances do I expect a 49 to nothing blowout this year, but I am gladly grabbing a seat on the bus. Give me Aptos to move to 2-0. and I will channel Rick Patino and say eight turnovers aren't walking through that door, Aptos. No, no. <laughs> Not the steer. Not on that bus. <laughs> All right. Last week, I dodged the biggest game on the docket. But I won't this week. It's Whoa. my turn. Okay. It's one versus two, and there's no hiding from that. I mentioned this in Tuesday's show, but the double Sarah is going for taking down number two and number one on the road in consecutive weeks to start the season would be one of the most impressive feats attained by a NorCal team not named De La Salle that I've, I've seen in a while. I respect the heck out of Coach Walsh and the Padres, but I think they'll walk away proud of their effort, but one and one in the win loss. He's going to do it. He's I'm doing gonna it, give folks. I'm going to go with the Spartans. I'm saying 24-17. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's a, and, and lest you think that we punk out all the time here, folks, this has got to walk that sideline on Friday. He'll be the there. The sideline, no less. Yeah, I'll look him right in the eye. That's okay. <laughs> uh, you know, onions. <laughs> Thank you, Bill Raftery. <laughs> My three and two performance last week has me bold, apparently. I don't know. That's right. Okay, uh, number three, numero trace. Uh, so I'm going to finish up with a familiar selection that you could probably figure out. But before I do, like I said, I, I looked into Central Catholic uh, St. Mary's and didn't pick it. I also did some research on the Pittsburgh game. It's Liberty Henderson. Liberty is ranked, was ranked number two in the Las Vegas Suns preseason poll. And although every coach but one picked Bishop Gorman to win, Liberty coach Rich Morocco put his own squad on top of the list. That's the sort of confidence that tells you something. But 
I think I'm a little more concerned with an O-line that's apparently massive. So we, we know that's the big question mark for Pittsburgh. So we're going to need to see how that goes. Um, and we can watch it because it's on Saturday. Uh, all that said, I, I'm going to finish up with the Bellerman-McClymans game. I'm going to use a caveat that Coach Edson used last week in picking Folsom and Sarah. Do I think Bellerman is better than McClymans? No, I do not. What I do think is Bellerman is coming off a really rough loss to Menlo Atherton in which they probably feel like they let it get away. And McClymans has to break in a new quarterback after several years in the capable hands of Dram Paul. I think there'll be a few growing pains. I think Bellerman will win this week. And Mac will be right back where they always are at the end of the year at the top of the OAL and challenging for a state title. But for this week, give me the bells. All right. So I'm actually headed to San Diego on this one. I'm going with that honorable game. And I, I, I looked at a lot of the same stuff that you just mentioned. Um, but sooner or later, this, the group of talent at Pittsburgh has to put it all together and get a signature win against a strong out-of-section opponent. They have to. And I think this week could be it. Liberty's one and one We we know there's talent on that team. But it looks to, and it looks to have a number of really good skill guys. There's a lot of really good skill guys on, on Pittsburgh as well, right? And you did mention the battle up front is going to be huge. And Liberty is... Um, actually huge up front so that that'll be a problem but this is a chance it, it's going to be a really even battle and if pittsburgh can stay disciplined which is a big if i'm going to say they come away from san diego with a w i'm doing it you're, you're shaking so your head i in, am shaking my head of that, of this pick but I'm we'll see giving it a shot we'll see good you've ensured that you can continue to comfortably stroll through the gates of pirate stadium <laughs> anytime you want <laughs> I'm actually really I'm I'm very interested in seeing how they perform down there. It's gonna be a really good test for them for sure. Day game. Kind of a weird, weird deal. Day game. That's another factor. It is another factor, that's true. It'll just uh do they play the big little game during the day anymore? Uh they do. They okay. they do at Antioch. Uh the last one I went to two years ago was in the day. Mm-hmm. Pittsburgh can play in the day. Okay. Okay, so uh, we've come to our favorite part of the pick show. We're calling it the challenge round because I tend to go overboard with forced, forced jokes and inane trivia that nobody would ever need. I accept that. I've changed the game. It's that simple. <laughs> so I'm going to start here. Just bear with me for a moment, okay? I'm going to start the challenge round with a couple teams I very much enjoyed seeing in person last year. We're heading to the Central Valley like we did last week where Escalon brings a one and one record into battle against one and O Windsor as chase throws his hands up because clearly he's giving me this game as well. I'll, I'll let you break down the matchup when you give it to me, you know, Escalon one and one Windsor one and O. I, I'm going to give you something though, that you don't have. Essentially we're talking about a matchup of big cats. And I, I did a little research. The hilarious part of this is that is that as I finished up writing my piece and I got to the point where they were both cast like this is the game that Ben would pick. <laughs> ben would go and match the cats. So bring it on. Let's go. A cougar is known in some parts of the world as a mountain lion. Also this <laughs> neck of the woods. A to Z animals.com did an actual comparison of which would win in a fight. Jaguars get the nod for sheer muscle mass but they can be shorter than a mountain lion. 
Jaguars top out at 50 miles per hour, while Mountain Lions max at 30. Neither has an advantage on defense, which maybe correlates here. While Jaguars get the edge on offense due to the biting power that can get up to 1,500 PSI. At the end, A to Z animals.com says a Jaguar wins in a fight. Chase, do you agree? <laughs> Actually, I don't. Oh! <laughs> I'm going with the Cougars in this game. After seeing what they, uh, how well they played last week against Central Sections Division One Buchanan of Clovis, only losing 41 to 40. That's their Division Five team, and they're playing one of the Central Sections' strongest teams to a point. Um, I think this Escalon team is loaded, and I don't think they would be scheduling teams this big if they didn't think they could beat them. So I'm going with Escalon, and uh, I think Windsor, uh, maybe I'd think differently if Windsor had Cronin, Paul Cronin on the sideline. Maybe, but uh, I think that uh, I think Windsor has a lot of talent. We know about Hayden Anderson at receiver uh, and his brother's playing quarterback this year. Am I right? That's correct. Yeah. So um, they've got some talent for sure. I think that's and uh, I'll bring this up. And when I give it to you and in just a second, Um, but I think the 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 road trip will take something a little bit out of them as well. So I'm going with Escalon um, and I'll just roll into my spiel on this game. This is the game that would be a must-see on my list if I lived a little closer to it. So a one to know Windsor team is taking the near 150, I looked it up, 148 miles between campuses, mm. at least a three-hour to three-and-a-half-hour bus excursion south to play one-on-one Escalon. Uh, and the Escalon, this Escalon squad, the, the only loss was last week against Buchanan Clovis, um, which I already mentioned, the Division One team out of the Central Section. Escalon, Division Five team, it's impressive. Um, Windsor's a division three team in the NCS. You've seen this Escalon team in a regional playoff last year against McGrain Catholic. They held their own. Uh, so, you know, they won't back down. So I don't know. I said, as I mentioned, it's a, it's an all cat battle as well. And I, I'd like to think of the Jaguar as more exotic. Right. Um, yeah. And the, the Cougar mountain lion is a little more workmanlike. There's more of them. They're more blue collar, the blue collar cat, I would say. So are you rolling the exotic Jaguar or the workmanlike Cougars? I'm a groovy cat, brother. <laughs> Give me the kooks. Yeah. No, Escalon, I mean, my my love for Escalon is well known, well documented. That is a heck of a trek. Um, we're seeing this a lot in the first couple of weeks, yeah. aren't we? Man, the bus companies are working overtime. Uh the rancho bus was late last week and they had to they moved the start back of my game because it doesn't like you quoted the mileage, but you got to go through some seriously gnarly traffic to get right. to these places where you're going. So yeah, I, I think, don't know, uh, what would the, be the best route from Windsor, California to Escalon? That's Aloof. a great question. I think uh, just to prove your point, I, I was on a Tuesday show, Sarah, uh, office of lineman, Ryan Silver said it took him four hours to get from San Mateo, the campus in San Mateo to, uh, to Folsom last week. So just left nuts. in the left in the 12 o'clock hour for a, a seven o'clock game. I think that yeah. game kicked at seven. Yeah, it's crazy. Just a lot of a lot of moving parts here. All right. So I'll go first on round two. Here's another intersectional battle between two teams that currently sit right outside our NorCal rankings radar. It's also another long drive for the visiting team as coach Marlon Blanton a friend of the pod will bus his Jesuit team from his Carmichael campus to the Bay for a 7 p.m. Friday tilt 
at St. Ignatius of San Francisco. St. Ignatius opened its season with an impressive 41-6 drubbing of Palo Alto, while the Marauders outlasted Bishop, don't call me Kylie Minogue, of Reno, 30-23. Jesuit had more than 500 yards of offense in that win, thanks to senior running backs Jagger Shaddix and Anthony Seibels, each running for more than 100 yards and neither needing more than eight carries to do it. So, who do you want in this one? Oh man, tough choice here. Uh, it's always it's always difficult to go against the Wildcats home game. Now let's let's be clear here. Jesuit will be counter commute in the afternoon if they try to go across the Bay Bridge That's to true. get to Saint Ignatius. But Saint Ignatius all the way on the other side of the city, so it will take them a little bit of time. Uh, this is a tough one, man. Um, I'm gonna go with the ball control of the marauders <laughs> i'm going with the marauders um on the anguish meter that wasn't quite as high as akalani samarin yeah. but it was it was close <laughs> yeah i don't feel good about that i didn't feel good about that akalani spec last week and it worked out so maybe i'll channel the same uh the same kind of vibes here <laughs> all right um okay so i got into uh, zoology to start I can do football too. Tennyson of Hayward got its season started with a win over Castlemont, and now they host Salesian, which beat Archie Williams to open its campaign. Tennyson has the highly touted receiver, Tayshawn Lyons, and is coming off a 10 and 1 season last year. Salesian went 11 and 2 last year, and Chad Nightingale's group is, of course, always there at the end of the year. Now, remember, Salesian plays its home games on Saturday afternoons. And this will be one of their four Friday night games this year. Also remember that Coach Nightingale, when he's not patrolling the sidelines, is a longtime science teacher at Salesian. So here's my question. Will this mean that the Lancers end up saying, they blinded me with science? <laughs> or will the pride be blinded by the light? <laughs> what say you, Chase? I am going to go with the Lancers. Ooh, yeah, okay. I'm going with the Lancers. I think there's a. Uh, I think they they might have a little something going this year. I All like right. I like how they look so far. So, let's see. Take on Tennyson. Okay. Good challenge games there with some analysis that you just won't get anywhere else. <laughs> Do you need it? Questionable. Will you get it anywhere else? No chance. So yeah, with that. We can close this one out and uh, just wait and see what the final results say and, and see if we're anywhere close. Any extra thoughts, Ben? Are you going to do a readout, your 14-minute readout? Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Open um, Friday night is brought to you. <laughs> All right. And that will wrap us up on game night. Make sure to be locked on the Sports Stars Magazine Twitter page for updates and results. Follow at Sports Stars Mag. Then Saturday morning, be sure to check out sportsstarsmag.com for our coverage of the games. We have a quick programming note. Our primary episode will release on Wednesday next week due to Monday being a holiday. We'll still aim to release our Pick'em show on Thursday. We build 7 Friday night using Anchor, but the show is available on several platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Casts, and Radio Public. If you listen to shows on one of those platforms, search for 7 Friday night. Please rate and subscribe. 
Our cover art features photography and design by yours truly. And our theme music was produced by Dustin Phillips. All right, Ben, final thoughts. Take us out. If last week was about perfection, this week is about making adjustments. Will I be stubborn and stick to my preconceived notions or will I adjust to the challenge of a new season? Will Chase be able to avoid my bombastic outbursts and just continue to win these pick challenges like he usually does? And will Coach Edson turn things around or will there be a Lamborghini listed for rent on Facebook Marketplace next <laughs> week? Welcome to the seven Friday night telenovela, my friends. Strap in. It's going to be a good one. I can't add anything else to that. We'll see you next week. Later. <laughs>